Hello, and welcome to this week's Spoilerama, where Cam once more reigns in the studio. I'm Mick Jordan. And, I'm and she's Marina Gorski. Thank would you, you Mick. Like, you would like to speak now? Yes, whenever you want me to. OK. So this week, I'll be the host. And calm, peaceful discussion of civil, civilised and restrained about the films we are discussing today. Isn't that right, Marina? Yes, Yes, Mick. that's right. So, what films are we discussing this week, Marina? Would you like to tell the audience? Yes, Mick. Will you let me? Of course. That's why I asked you. So tell them. <clears throat> Loving and Hacksaw Ridge. And how appropriate to go from Loving to Hacksaw Ridge. Isn't it? You're doing so well, Maureen. Thank you. I actually can't take it anymore. Okay, that's enough. All right, fine. But right. you were, di- you were, did it. That was a minute. <laughs> a minute you lasted on that. Yeah, but that was very so. forced. And I just wanted hey, to I'm say. Hosting. Now, I want to, I, I, I know, told you. I'm going to you, invite you to say it. You told me beforehand you had some disclaimer you wanted to say. But I want to come up with a, why do you have to control to everything? Oh, I'm not controlling anything. You're this is my control. turn to do what you did to me last week. What did I do to <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Go something. Go for it, very... Marina. What did, what, Marina. Marina would like to make a disclaimer at this point and say something to Shut our audience up. at home. Off you go, Marina. This is why people say this about you. You won't even let me finish a bloody sentence. You didn't. You didn't oh, my God. You didn't let me finish before. Right. Leave it. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, Don't. I just wanted to say that I've been getting loads of abuse online and from other people who listen to this podcast that I treat Mick parenthesis the elderly <laughs> in a very bad way you meaning, just refer to me as meaning the i am not finished meaning i'm a bitch which i'm not listen let me just explain myself but honestly now just so i can say to people i am not actually a bitch me and mick just have this thing where we <laughs> Do not contradict me now, Mick, I swear to God. I wouldn't dare, Miss Marina. <laughs> I am not a bitch. Marina is not a bitch. Of any description. <laughs> She's a lovely person. Kind, gentle, sweet, tolerant, and patient. I, I would like to just put it out there, and I hope you won't edit this. I am very sorry for the way I talked to you last week. After listening to the last episode, I realised that it was too much. There's there's a limit to our jokes here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he interrupted me so many times. Anyway, <laughs> I am not like that. I'm actually a very calm, patient, and tolerant person. As I just me and said Mick, that. as me and Mick discussed Mick and today, I. Mick and I told you the most important person is first. Learn your grammar. That is grammar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, grammar. okay, <laughs> Mick. I think you want to jump into the film yeah, now. I, I'd like to host. If I could, yeah. Um, but I would We're just changing like to, the roles this, time, this week. I would just like to acknowledge your apology, and there's no need for that. Please look, look at the timer. You I know, need to I know, but I let it all that crap out anyway. So <laughs> I just like to acknowledge really? your apology. I wasn't aware. You no, know I can any do abuse. 58 minutes again this week, Mick. I wasn't aware of any abuse or attack on your part. I thought you were your usual charming self, very much your usual 
charming self. And I didn't find anything abusive or frightening in any way. And I'm shocked to hear that you've been getting abusive emails. And I will close down all my accounts. <laughs> they obviously been originating. So let us move on to the films. Yeah. <laughs> all you, pro- you probably created these new accounts. <laughs> yeah. Did you not spot M Jordan at Outlook.com? M K Jordan yeah. at Outlook. J M Jordan. Jordan Michael at something like that. There was just a lot of yeah. there, and several from Marina Bitch Gorski coming through. But I wouldn't. Wow! No, you're, the, you're the one who called yourself a bitch. No, and you're I'm calling it me now. Oh wow, Mick! No. I that was uncalled for. Right? Well, do you want okay. to go into the? I films think we now? should discuss a film at some point. We have two to get mm-hmm. through, so we're going to start with loving because <laughs> it's just so <laughs> opposite for yeah. us today. So, did you did you love loving, Marina? Yes, my sweet. I did like. I wouldn't say love. Okay. Um, love is too strong a word that I never use because <laughs> I'm not that type. I'm joking. I can vouch for that, listeners. She never uses that word. Hate appears quite a lot. But. Um, I liked it. I I wouldn't say love now, uh, but I did like it a lot because, and I'll tell you why. Um, I'm jumping through my notes here. I don't know why I have notes because I just say whatever, and then I go back. I'm like, oh, I said that already. Anyway, because. It was very like it's it's a factual film about True. history or whatever, but they didn't concentrate on the whole civil rights thing, which they could have. So yeah. they could have done this whole drama thing of civil rights and all the protests and all that stuff, you know, of, of the time. But no, they concentrate on the marriage, which I thought was very nice. And, you know, it's just and they had great chemistry between them, the yes, actors. very much so. So it worked so well. And. Very similar to the original people, <laughs> to the actual people. I was looking at it. I was like, he certainly is. Well, even her, the expressions. I think she did it very well. The expressions of, if you see the pictures of them. Did you see the interview with them online? There's a no, I didn't. An interview actually, done with them in the sixties, I think, and um, some television news report, basically. And it is like you said, it's not a civil rights issue to them. Yeah. They are just a couple who are in love and just want to be left in peace. There's very much a strong emphasis from them that they're not trying to make waves or to break any rules or to make any landmark decisions. They just want to be left alone. And even when they're being brought in by people from the ACLU and all these solicitors or lawyers who are encouraging them to make statements and make these things, and they're always trying to say, yeah, but we don't necessarily want to be doing that. Yeah, even when to. even when the guy said Supreme Court, they were like Supreme Court. Yeah, they weren't hugely impressed. Yeah. or bothered. Yeah, they just literally wanted to just live. Yeah, and that's it, and have their children, and. And I think that's what was very good about it. it came across very well because you then just see them. They're not fighting a civil rights issue. They're fighting for the right to be happy. Yeah. Because early on, where they're told once they're arrested for being married, a mixed race couple in Virginia, which was illegal at the time, miscegenation laws, they're told that they will get off prison if they leave the state mm. for 25 years. And part of me, well, that's completely wrong and outrageous and obscene, just think, ah, yeah, but still. <laughs> no, yeah. But not on the basis of it's not as bad as going to prison. And then when they do move and they find it unbearable living away and it then just started to sink into me. Yes, of course it is. This is where they've grown up. It's where they've lived all their yeah. lives, where their family are. They don't want to live in a completely different world to them. The city. Yeah, and that's actually, I was going to mention that. I wrote it down. That's what kind of where the cinematography comes in, I find, because... The whole thing is, if you see it, they they always prefer to be surrounded by 
fields. And they themselves. Yeah, yeah, the family. And even um, their little community. There's fields all around them. And um, it really shows throughout the film how lonely they become because of what's happening. So I think kind of the, the fields kind of emphasise that, especially where they live. And then because of the context of the film, you still get the sense of loneliness when they're in the city. Well, very because, much so. Yeah, there. because they're surrounded by the people, but yeah, it's still it's not where they live. It's not where anything. So it's no. pretty much what they're trying to say is, look how horrible their lives are, having to hide and be lonely or whatever, because they just want to be happy and be a couple. Yeah. And I loved the way the film emphasized that, rather than the whole protests and court mm. and because so, they could have just shown the court bit more or whatever and make it real. Well, I thought that was, I actually thought that's what was going to happen, that Mm. it was going to be. And in fact, I was hoping that at first because I was saying, I found it quite slow. A very good film, quite slow. And then when it was coming to the court case, I said, oh, right, now we're going to have a courtroom drama. And then we didn't. There was very little in the court. It was still all about that. And everything was very low key. There was never excitement or joy or anger. Well, I can't really say it. (laughs) Well, go on, I'll let it out if it's too much. No, and they didn't actually want to go to court anyway. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. You can say yeah, that. okay. <laughs> no, they did. Well, they didn't want to. They didn't want any fuss. Yeah. They just what they kept saying. Like even when they're asked, and it's in the trailer, they're even asked, "What do you want to say to the judge?" They say to him, and the solicitor say, "Since you're not going to court, what do you want me to say in your behalf to the judge?" Just tell him I love my wife. They yeah. were that simple. Yeah. And basic on it, and this is the whole thing of they didn't want to be making way. They didn't want to be changing laws. For themselves, they didn't, yeah. because then they will be sacrificing their own happiness yeah, for exactly. future generations, and that's not what they were about at all. They were just wanted to be a loving, loving, happy family. Yeah, and I think that's when mentioning loving that it's extraordinary that those that's their actual name. This is a true story. Their yeah. name was loving. It's a gift to any filmmaker, screenwriter. It is, isn't it? Makes their job yeah. much easier. Like if it, was, if it was fictional, you wouldn't have got away with that. Yeah, but the very fact that it's true. Yeah, I thought it was very powerful like in the message and everything and mm. this is the kind of film um, because generally and this is a stereotype that men don't really like chick flicks and all that stuff and romantic stuff Mr. Marina Gorski liked it very much he thought it was and I thought he wouldn't okay but did, was, he, did he think he wasn't going I think in? so I think so I think he was kind of like uh, I just <laughs> want to see Hacksaw Ridge kind of thing <laughs> um, but he really liked it I was surprised he was awake for the whole film because it would be the type of film he would consider as slow yeah so I think it was um, there was a very good uh, draw I'm blank blank. you're saying for drawing a hook no people reaction (laughs) there was a very good reaction to the film coming from the men okay which I found interesting because it's the type of film that has to do with love is romantic and all that but it's not the chick flicky type it's a historical factual thing and it's just beautiful throughout the it's just beautiful the whole story and I think because it's the kind of true story people just more more appealing to people I think I don't know no I'd agree with that I think but I'd also agree that it was quite slow like I found it while I was watching it I was going is it going to get going I think everything was so low key and then I said no actually this is what it should be 
started getting yeah. into the idea of it because nothing was overstated or anything like that. It was yeah. all just simple emotion. They didn't even, there was no real villains in it. The only bad guy in it was the sheriff who arrested them. At the yeah, it was, was nasty, a bit mean. Yeah. He got a bit over the top, I think, as well. But ultimately, even the judge, who wasn't a decent guy no, either, they were all... I don't think lovely. I don't think it was over the top because your man just believed in what the Bible said. Oh yeah, but that the, kind but of, it, like but you he, could but, see he was the look mean of him, because he yeah. looked nasty. But I think, so but that was the thing at the time. Mick, I was gonna call you Hun, <laughs> <laughs> as if I'm talking to John. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Marina Gorski. Damn it! <laughs> um, that was the way it was. People oh, yeah. were very nasty because oh. of it, and you could see, and it, it was only implied. It didn't even show that someone ratted them out. Yeah. Oh, well, there was so, that. I mean, you could see so in the white, like at the drag racing meeting, people looking at them disapproving. Yeah, so, so obviously you kind of knew who on. did it anyway. Oh I yeah, think. but I think that that's it. Like that would certainly would have gone on, like because it was yeah. the deep south in the fifties. Of course, they they probably got constant abuse. I would say people shouting at them and so on, and they would have just yeah. accepted it to a certain extent. But which I mean, in no way am I saying it's acceptable, but I'm just saying it wasn't put in the film because it would have been distracting. I think yeah. it would have been then a different well, battle. Yeah, it would have been the whole law protest stuff yeah. and really uh, drama, real, yeah. real drama rather than the whole story focusing on the couple. Which is what they were trying yeah. to do. Ultimately, it was. And that's why I think that. it was a bit slow because they took their time to set up the whole romance and the relationship between the two. Yeah, because it wasn't an overly love like you know that kind of not overly love but like overly it affectionate. affectionate yeah but it, it was, was it was affectionate it was but it yeah. wasn't overly is what I mean they weren't yeah. like um, clinging on to each other all the time and making it a huge thing no they loved no. you could see it was a genuine love but you could see how well they could kind of cope with the situation and not be over dramatic about it which yeah. I liked as yeah, well yeah it was a partnership so, yeah so it, that, I think that's why it was slow because they took their time to, to set up that at the start so no, I'd agree. I'd agree with all that. And I think that's like, as I said, that it was a partnership and you could see there is there. There are a family being attacked. It's not either one of them being attacked. They are it's, a unit yeah, being yeah. attacked, I felt. What did you think of the performances? Very good. Yeah. I thought Joel Edgerton was very good. Yeah. I thought it was interesting is the fact that Joel Edgerton is Australian. Yeah, none um, of them are American. Yeah. She's Ethiopian. Yeah. Well, Ethiopian Irish because we're claiming her very strongly here. Well, oh, she was nominated. She's nominated. I know. Yeah. Rightly so. That's. I think that's the only one. I think they got. Yeah. I think that's the only Oscar nomination for Loving. I th- isn't that best film as well? No. I've checked. It's not. Okay. But when I was getting back to the performances again, I would just say this is why I was saying that Joel Edgerton is Australian. I like. I didn't realize it's him. I've seen him in other things as well, but haven't really registered so much. But then when I checked him afterwards, I said, oh my god, of course. He's so very much in the part you can believe he is from there I, I didn't even Rudnega. know he was Australian yeah and I didn't know he, she was Ethiopian I only saw it later did you not know she was Irish even or anything like no, that no I know just, all that no people. she's all over the place about the fact that she's up for an Oscar and oh no I don't I don't I didn't read anything about it because okay. I didn't look for anything and it's not all over the place because if it was I would have seen it Okay, well, there was a big controversy over the fact that um, Sky, as usual, Sky News, were claiming it's a British nomination, which they did last year with Saoirse Ronan. Oh, gosh. And so they do it every time anyone Irish gets nominated or prominent or whatever. Um, 
mainly Sky News and so on all come out and say and it's a great day for Britain and all this and everyone here goes mad rightly yeah and this happened again with this because Rutnegi is effectively Irish the same way Fassbender is Irish like yeah. he was born in Germany but raised here she was born in Ethiopia but moved here when she was yeah. two and raised here and she's been in loads of Irish she's in Love Hate yeah, and um, a lot of Irish dramas. So she's an Irish actress, as far as we can see. Well, I don't recognise her from Love Hate. It's in the early series, I think. I, well, I've only seen the okay. early series, but she's—I've seen her in a number of dramas over the years. She was—I think her first one would have been a thing called Love Is the Drug, which is very good. Like she's very much an Irish woman All right. in these days. Yeah, no, I didn't know but, about that. But that's yeah. my point in that she's very effective in this. You would believe she is. Yeah, again, I, I don't know the accent. I did. I actually did. I didn't yeah. know any of them were not Americans. Yeah. So, sorry, I have an itchy boob. And that's going to be cut. So, which is a nice way to segue into... Itchy a completely boob. different film. <laughs> well, it's a nice way to segue. I'm going to have to say this five times so I can have a wrap read. No, I'm leaving it all in. You talking about your problems. Anyway... So did you go straight after that to see Hacksaw Ridge because you saw the two the same day? Yes. So it was from one to the other? Yeah, Lovely ten minutes first. apart. So that's an interesting double bill. Very. And they're both <laughs> true stories. Yeah, that's, that's that's the thing. The first one... Um, loving. Loving. <laughs> I was just talking about it and I forgot the name. Didn't feel so much as a historical, factual film than Hacksaw Ridge did. Hacksaw okay. Ridge, you were very conscious that war film. Yeah. So, you know, it's obviously based on... A true story. Uh, yeah, a true story. Loving, I, I know it, you know it is a true story, but because you're so caught up in the film, you know, I don't I don't know how to explain this. I'm not going to try. Well, well you don't even, <laughs> no, I, know, I think I know what you mean. It's with Loving, you're just watching it and you're so absorbed with the story. Yeah. You're not even thinking about this is history, this is true. Yeah. Think, you're just interested in them. Yeah, because war, you know, is history anyway. Yeah. So, and but most war films are fictional. This was no, a but true I'm, story. Yeah, uh, you get me. <laughs> this is what people say about you. But carry on. I said it in a nice way. That's nice. That's your interpretation of nice. Mick just manipulates everything I say to make it look like I'm a bitch. I do. It's all me. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Marina's a lovely person. I think you need to come back to the subject, Mick. As you're not a very good host. I'm really sorry. I, I learned from you from last week. Right. Now, Hacksaw Ridge. Few problems. Now, I oh. loved it. No, no, no. Few problems with the reaction of Mr. Marina Gorski. There was serious <laughs> arguments. Now, I'm not even going to say a discussion, a civilised discussion, because there wasn't. Um, and I could see he was winding me up. But I just couldn't help myself. How did he manage to do that? Ah, oh, he's always doing that. That's why I am what I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit ironic there. You can't even spot that. How could anyone wind you up? How is it possible? You're so even-tempered, patient, tolerant. You know what? Actually, it took me a second there to see yeah, that you're yeah. doing that. I was trying to get, oh my God. <laughs> anyway. It's so easy. It's like, shoot. It is. It actually time. is. That's that's how annoying <laughs> these things are. <laughs> because I get I get easily wound up. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, so yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. I liked it very much. I thought it was unbelievable film, and I hate Mel Gibson as a director. Still, even after that. No, but this is what I mean. This is an amazing film for him because it was amazingly made in every single way. The actors were phenomenal, and to be honest, just Andrew Garfield, I thought was amazing in this, 
and he's doing a religious part as well. When yeah. he when he did it in silence, I, I didn't think he was very good. The connection between the yeah. two, yeah. Wasn't very good in silence. And actually, he was nominated for Hacksaw Ridge and not silence. I know. So... I think that tells you something. No, it doesn't because the Academy is very... <laughs> I was just going to say, you're the one who's always kissing <laughs> the Academy. And that's where I would disagree with the Academy because I thought it was far better in Silence. Well, really? Yeah. I, I thought it was good so. in this, but Silence, it's just a far more complicated and difficult part to play, I think, in Silence. Yes, it's and he didn't do it very well. I think he did. Well, anyway. So here Agree it's to disagree. Standard. No, you're just wrong. Right. It's that thing that says <laughs> I'd agree with you but then we'd both be wrong <laughs> <laughs> All right, Well that's a good one <laughs> That's your motto isn't yeah. it? And how did you disagree with Mr. Marina Gorski How was he wrong? Because now I am not a fan of Vince Vaughn either okay. Now I agreed I agreed with him that Vince Vaughn was very good in this film because it's a different part for him. I thought it was very good. But Mr. Marina Gorski, as always, went on about how Vince Vaughn deserved an Oscar because he's always doing comedy. This is a different film for him now. It's like, it's like no one is, he's like the new Tom Hanks. Now, at that point, I wanted to punch him. Your imitations are uncanny. I know. I should have interrupted that. That was a brilliant At that point, you wanted to push. Yeah. How dare he say he's a new Tom Hanks? Excuse me? <laughs> no. Because, well, no, leave it. Be. I actually don't have an argument for that. Because um, I was going to say, he always go, Vince Vaughn will always go back to comedy and Tom Hanks will always have that one film every time that is very bad, like Inferno. <laughs> yeah. So I can... Hmm, right. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that now. So that, that's what started the argument. argument. And I said to him, right, I said, I don't think he deserves an Oscar for this because it was a very good um, performance, but not so much comparing to other people that have been nominated and all that. And he just said, nope, it was the best thing. Blah, blah, blah. And we got into a huge discussion about film. And he just started saying, no, you're going to be, you're, I know you're going to agree with me. And if you don't, we can't be friends anymore. He I said agree to with me, Marina. He said to me, right, this is what the people want. Not La La Land. They want blood and gore and all that. You have to give the people what they want. Now, at that point, my head exploded because I didn't even know what to say to him. I gave him lots of blood and gore then. <laughs> yeah. Be- and this is my whole point of people just can't. And people, yes, I'm including you, John. <laughs> they just can't go to the cinema and see it as fucking art. Films are different. They're, that's why there are different genres that appeal to different people. And that's why... Some directors, some directors don't do it for the fucking money and don't do it to please people. These are people's beliefs and people's jobs and they love what they do. It's cinema. It has to be seen as art. Now, I'm not saying Hacksaw Ridge is not a good film compared to La La Land. They're different films and they're both great and they're both beautiful in their own ways. But I just fucking hate when people say, give the people what they want. People won't go to see La La Land. La La Land's a silly movie. and just don't understand. Anyway... And I would just like to remind listeners at that point that in two weeks' time we will be joined by Mr. Marina Gorski for a special episode on the Oscars. Well, I would agree with you, Marina. (laughs) Of course I would agree with you. 
I have always maintained that there is room for everything yes. in all these films. And exactly right, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, two completely different films, different types, and I love them both. Yeah, exactly, Because I yes. loved Hacksaw Ridge. High five, Mick. And, <laughs> and now that we're 28 minutes into the podcast, I'd like to comment on the film at some point. I'm sorry. I'm not actually. I know you're not, not remotely. <laughs> I really enjoyed Hacksaw Ridge, the second half. The first half, I thought this. It was okay. It was setting the it scene. Was it was slow. meant yeah, to be, yeah, and it's just yeah. ordinary. But I said, yeah, it's just country. And I got the impression Mel Gibson wasn't really bothered with the first half. I just said, let's just get everything established. But it was nice. Yeah. I mean, I liked the scenes with the girl. But he irritated me, the main character, and um, oh, does because okay. um, I just he's just he just has too much hair. I know it's the problem I have and it's a problem I have with Andrew Garfield. It was just huge, massive hair on top of his head and I just, all I could do was look at it. So a lot of that was, but then once it got to the battle, when he joined the army and so on, there was all sorts of, they were going through a lot of cliches and... Sorry, sorry, just one second. I think the hair was kind of essential to make the whole love, like to make him charming. You know, the way it falls and all that. I mean, there was that, he was just this lovable typical all American boy which was irritating me a bit as well but then once yeah once it got to the action and a whole lot I just thought I'm really getting into this what I was raging about it like I saw it in Savoy six or seven whatever seven should have been Savoy one yes yeah (laughs) Uh, but it wasn't on in any big screen and I mean Savoy is actually a nice cinema it's nicely done it's more modern than what you've ever seen another Savoy's it's a modern screen enough but it's just small it's just like any yeah. of the other ones and this is something I would love to have seen on a massive screen yeah. because it was epic well yeah even even Mr. Marino Gorski said he said well, screen 10 it, does it should yeah it should have been screen 1 yeah. and I said yeah I kind of think La La Land is still there so that's when it all started <laughs> I think it's a lot of La La Land and train spotting there down but it's, a, it's I don't think it's perceived as being a big yeah. film over here that, yeah, because it's thing, only in small screens everywhere. Everyone said it's amazing, and I thought they would have put it as a big thing because it's Mel Gibson. And to be honest, I have to agree with John. People love kind of Mel Gibson films. I find everyone that I've talked to kind of likes the whole Apocalypto, Passion of Christ, um, Brave. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's. I don't necessarily want to get into a discussion yeah. on Mel Gibson, but I would say I think they're all good films in their own way. Um, even Braveheart. Oh, man. I think, well, no, I mean, your disagreement with Braveheart is not really Mel Gibson's fault. You were saying that he changed, now he did change history in an awful lot, but he didn't want to cast himself. He was forced to. I doubt that. Big, this is the no, whole Ben Affleck thing again. Directed, don't cast yourself. Thanks. Yeah. Well, he normally, does. that's the only film where he has cast himself. Yeah, and I hope he learned his lesson. He did. He didn't <laughs> want to do it in the first place. It was a huge hit. It won all the Oscars, but he never wanted, he could have repeated it all the time. I mean, it's too old now to do it. But anyway, in this film, um, he really does action really well. Yeah. It's exciting, it's entertaining, and it's relentless. And a lot of the time when they have massive, endless action scenes, it gets boring. It's never got boring. It's always And always very imaginative. Loads yeah. of new ideas going in there that you wouldn't think of. And what was striking me the whole time was I wasn't on his side for a lot of it. I was saying, for God's sake, pick up the gun. Now, I could see... Because he was, it felt to me like he's, he was mainly doing it for religious reasons. Partly was, yes, he's a pacifist at heart. But even then I was saying, yeah, but even just make the token effort to pick up the yeah, gun. Yeah, because you're not going to kill anyone now. No. And then I said, yeah, but when he's out there in the battle, you could understand the army's point of view. 
if yeah. someone is being attacked and he and there's a gun beside him and the only way to stop that person is being attacked is to use the gun on the enemy and he's not going to do it, then he's a liability. He's not an asset. So, yes, he proved himself by saving all the people. And I do find it incredible that he did that. And Reddit checked up on um, on the Internet after he saved over 100 people without having to use anybody. And he saved a lot of Japanese soldiers as well. He brought. Yeah, I love too. that bit in the film where they say, well, he he, saved, he was bringing down the soldiers, even the Japs. <laughs> now, they didn't <laughs> last. <laughs> and I love that. We know why they didn't. I know why they didn't, wasn't saved. But it was all it was just it was hugely entertaining at yeah. that point oh, that definitely. last bit and really rousing and so on yeah. and you're just with him the whole lot I thought I think Mel Gibson is a great director I went in expecting this to be a great film this was a film I was really looking forward to from the start and it lived right up to my yeah. expectations same same for me and like I, to be honest I did like his other things um, I didn't like Braveheart but I did like Apocalypse yeah, but I did like Apocalypto and all that. So I, I don't hate Mel Gibson. I don't like him as an actor. Despite but anyway, the fact that you said the exact phrase, I hate Mel Gibson earlier on. Yeah, I'll just add as an actress. <laughs> you hate him as an actor? Yeah. yeah. Is it, have you, you hate Lethal Weapon? I haven't seen Lethal Weapon, I think, because he's in it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, so uh, one second. Let, let, well, let while me you're check. checking your notes, I will just mention that I will lend you The Bounty which is a film that I, one of my favourite all-time films, Mel Gibson is in it as Fletcher Christian, and that's when I first heard of him, and you will like that, I insist. Now, okay. onto your notes, you may speak. Thank you. Bless you. <laughs> anyway, I loved it, and I loved the way in the war thing, they didn't um, over-romanticise it. Like, for example, you know, when they're just going into battle, so they hide or whatever, no one's actually immediately killed. And this one, it just happened. So, and that's how it was. It yeah. was they were firing everywhere. That's that's oh, yeah. war. And I just loved the way that he didn't. He wasn't sparing special people that you've seen before during the film. You know, like these these characters that he had set up in yeah. there. And I think that was the shock that the characters you saw didn't actually. Some of them didn't actually survive. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's war and it's gore and it's horrible and you see all the bits of the people hanging off and all that and actually it was so funny the women flinching in the in the cinema and me and John would just look around and look at people's <laughs> reaction and you're kind of like I really want to say to them listen love you know it was going to be a Mel Gibson film it is gore have you seen Apocalypto like it will be like that it's a war movie you know what you're going to get I'm really sorry but you know but anyway so you're attacking film goers again no I don't because that's why they complain afterwards they go to films they know what they're going to get and yet they still flinch and say it was awful or this or that but you know it was going to be like that anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> but on these parts where they, they were actually fighting I was eating my popcorn like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, I could just—I would love to see that. I'd say people were looking at you. Yeah. They're over there, all this horror and saying, "Oh no, oh no, no! Look, oh look, his body, his leg is gone." And there's being, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Like, like, like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> action because I love war films. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. action and guns and stuff. And I do admit it's great, and that is what the people want. And you do love those kind of action films. Although I do love La La Land as well. Yeah. But it's but just... 
People want that yeah. too. Yeah, and I just thought this was amazing. And I thought, when I saw the Oscar nominees, I was like, really, Mel Gibson or whatever? But when I saw this, I was like, well-deserved nomination. Yeah. Well, it was just so great. Cinematography was amazing. The way he did all the action scenes of people getting shot and fu- to coordinate all that, and even the slow bit when your man kicks the grenade, and mm. then they just do slow-mo of him flip like his body just flips after he kicks because the grenade just explodes in the air so literally he's going to get the like reaction to to the explosion so he just flips in the air and the way they do that in slow motion like the amount of takes that must have you know what I mean so I just thought it was it was a great film unbelievable okay so (laughs) to sum up um which first of all um I would give my score and I would say I will give loving three stars Okay. And I will give Hacksaw Ridge four and a half. So clearly Hacksaw Ridge is my film of the week. I absolutely loved yeah. it. I was oh, just, yeah. It's a brilliant war film. It's Saving Private Ryan again. Yeah. So it's good as that. And oh, and can I just add? You can. He, um, no, it's very quick. He kept to the facts so well. And you find that out yeah, afterwards. I and it's great. Because some of it seems it, like it would just be too incredible. It was yeah. fiction. And then you find out most of it. Is. In fact, he didn't put things in because it was too incredible. Yeah. The true facts were in, the, like, that I read up after. And he said himself, he said, just people wouldn't accept it. Yeah. If you put this in, he said, people would just la- start laughing. But it's an incredible story. And he does it very well and yeah. makes it plausible and believable. No, I think it's a superb film. I was looking forward to it. Anyway. And so what can are I your give, scores? Yeah, I was going to say that now. Um, my scores... Uh, for loving, for loving, I would give an, a seven and a half, I think, okay. and Hacksaw Ridge a solid ten. Okay. Yeah. So solid ten. That's that my second film yeah. that I've and this is me La La Land and Hacksaw Ridge. Now this is going to be a very tough year for us, Mick, because all <laughs> the fi- yeah two months in and we what we had like how many amazing films. I think like, that's four. Yeah, it's just well four include if you include Train Spotting, which I do. I don't know if you do. And I just can't wait for film like Christopher Nolan, which I, I yeah. you kind of know it's going to be amazing, and The Great Wall as well, and Denzel Washington and all that stuff. So I, I just very hard year. We're just going to spend all our time in the cinema, and we're going to make that one hundred films we were aiming for. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thank you, Marina, for your patience and tolerance. And You're welcome. It was a pleasure to be here. Please don't interrupt me when I'm speaking. I'm sorry. That's better. Um, I thought your contribution was very nice this week and I loved having you here. And I look forward to many more podcasts with you continuing this lovely flow that we have. So with that, would you like to send us out with your joyful hoopla that people love? I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo. Woohoo, woohoo. Woo-hoo. No, you can't do you take everything from me. Damn it, Mick. For God's sake, every time you took my scores, you take my woohoo, you try to tell me what to do when I'm hosting. I mean, it just never stops. And then people wonder why I'm a fucking bitch.